Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Live Dreaming. The popular video app Show offers China's rural celebrity hopefuls a taste of fame. Written by Wu Hao. Published by The World of Chinese. Read for you by Alex Colville. It's valued at over 160 billion US dollars, has more users than the populations of the US and UK combined, and is one of the most downloaded apps in China. But if you've never heard of Kwai Shou, literally fast hand, you're not alone. On Kwai Shou, or Kwai as the English version is called, the stars are rural nobodies, and their acts are worlds apart from the attractive urbanites paid to document branded lifestyles on mainstream apps like UpLive, YY, and Six Rooms, or celebrity app Huajiao. On Kwai Shou, instead, there's the 46-year-old woman who made a living eating everything from light bulbs to bugs and cacti. The heavily obese nine-year-old whose mother filmed him swigging from a beer bottle carrying a lit cigarette the 15-year-old proudly displaying her baby bump. It is characters like these that have earned Kwai Shou an unenviable reputation of being coarse and exploitative, an image that its CEO, Su Hua, takes issue with. In most cases, the videos are simple depictions of joyful moments in everyday situations, Su told the Chinese site Technode in June of 2016. Kwai Shou's fan base is the 674 million strong, low middle and working classes from parts of the country rarely depicted on mainstream TV or cinema screens. Rural, undeveloped, mostly impoverished. They are the people who deliver your takeout, serve your meals, manicure your nails and put together your iPhones. And what they sometimes lack in means or sophistication, they often make up for in enthusiasm, humour, innovation and authenticity. To many of them, Kwai Shou is a celebration of real China, as well as a rare, sometimes lucrative opportunity to grab some limelight. Attention seekers perform outlandish stunts for clicks and cash, such as lighting firecrackers on foreheads or under groins, quaffing down bottles of high-strength baijiu, or, in the case of one foolhardy foodie in Sichuan, downing a full glass of super-spicy chilli oil. He ended up in hospital with severe tonsillitis and a stomach abscess for his troubles. For less extroverted types, Kwai Shou offers a chance to showcase real talent on a platform they cannot only control, but directly profit from. Fans show their appreciation by donating virtual gifts such as beer, flowers and fancy cars. These can be converted to real currency, with the proceeds split equally between the recipient and the platform. There are decent earners like Qi Zhirang from Liaoning province, who posts videos playing guitar while his mother sings. The 17-year-old easily makes around 20,000 renminbi a month from his 65 million paying fans. Or more modest moneymakers like Tang Shan taxi driver Zhao Xinlong, who moonlights as Zhao Long Ar, 
nighttime raconteur, cracking ribald jokes to around 100,000 viewers who, together with advertisements for health products and Vietnamese gold, makes him a much-needed extra 6,000 renminbi a month, according to The Economist. And then there are the major players. The Wang Hong, web celebrities. MC brother Lee dropped out of school at 15 to become a mechanic. The 30-year-old now makes 1 to 1.5 million renminbi, 146,000 to 218,000 US dollars, per month performing Han Mai, microphone shouting, loudly rapping over the thumping techno typically found in provincial nightclubs. Aspiring stream queens can look to the success of Wen R, whose energetic chats and Han Mai performances have earned her 12 million YY followers. Probably Han Mai's biggest star, though, is MC Tianyou, a working-class northeasterner with over 17 million YY fans at the time of writing, and a millionaire lifestyle who raps about the tribulations of growing up poor and dreaming big in small-town China. Launched in 2011, Kuaishou's extraordinary growth at first remained largely under the radar of the metropolitan beltway that dominates China's official media. In January 2016, China Unicom announced that Kuaishou was generating more traffic on its network than mobile BIM such as WeChat and Weibo. Then, in September of 2017, a widely shared article by Huo Qiming, who runs popular WeChat account DrX666, entitled The Brutal Grassroots Phenomenon, a snapshot of China's countryside in an app, finally brought Kuaishou under the mainstream microscope. Hoare used the app's most extreme content to make a doom-laden, if familiar, argument about the abject state of China's provincial interior. Rural education is in a state of crisis, with dropout rates for secondary school as high as 63%, according to the China Agricultural Policy Research Centre, Hoare observed. Meanwhile, rural urban migration and the subsequent dissolution of traditional family units have fostered indifferent attitudes toward education and a lack of parental and social guidance among left-behind children. One criticism that's hard to refute is the extent of content involving minors that might be considered exploitative or even sexually suggestive. A lack of cultural nourishment and the absence of any guardians naturally means children's common contact is with vulgar, brutal things. Hua wrote, China's villages have been sowing a violent seed. Those who've dropped out or failed their exams find themselves easily drawn to shallow fantasies of making quick money on the internet, Hua claimed. The gospel of mindless might-is-right materialism preached by streaming stars such as MC Tianyou. Observing their lack of representation in popular culture, Hoare pointed to the widening urban-rural divide and vast wealth gap as signs of a country increasingly deaf to the lifestyles of the majority of its citizens, questioning whether anyone considers what the isolated lives of the old and left behind alike, and concluding, no one cares. The regions where Kuaishou is most popular, such as China's frozen northeast, have much in common with the Rust Belt communities whose fortunes have declined so precipitously in the US over the last two decades. The massive reforms of state-owned industry in the early 1990s saw vast swathes of redundancies, leaving those who'd grown up with iron rice bowl futures with neither jobs nor the know-how to find them. For the children of these laid-off industrial workers, a slowing economy has left them little better off than their parents. 
Official statistics predict an annual GDP growth of 6.7% as of 2017, the country's lowest in decades. Some parts of the Northeast are already in full-blown recession. In 2015, one mining company, the Long May Group, announced the layoff of 40% of its workforce, affecting 100,000 workers at 42 mines in four cities. As of 2017, the price of coal, the lifeblood of China's industrial heartland, had fallen 60% since 2011, according to Shanghai Energy Consultants ICIS C1 Energy, and strikes and labour protests are on the rise. In former success stories like Shenyang, smoggy capital of Liaoning province, growth has slowed to 3.7% amid a housing glut and manufacturing decline. Across provinces like Heilongjiang and Jilin, ageing industries like mines and steel mills are shuttering and offering their workers lump-sum payoffs. As a result, hundreds of towns and cities face with bleak prospects for employment or income. It is in such a hard-scrabble culture of suburban frustration and small-town subsistence that Kuaishou's users have grown up. For those without the wealth, connections or education to seek better opportunities, Kuaishou gives them a chance to seek out their dreams or demonstrate skills to an audience of millions, a kind of online audition. Self-taught artist and full-time electrician Liu Xiaoyu, for example, managed to secure a number of clients for his 3D drawings and portraits after showcasing them on Kuaishou. For every success story, however, there are millions more untold failures. And there may be tougher times to come. After years of allowing the livestream market to flourish unimpeded, the government has stepped in to ensure that its contents remain more in tune with socialist values. There have been clampdowns as well as arrests for producing pornographic content. Those who do become celebrities through legitimate forms of entertainment, such as Han Mai, face a fate arguably worse than censorship. Indifference. Despite receiving tens of thousands of appreciative clicks for each of her streaming videos, Han Mai singer Wen Ar has had little success trying to cross over to mainstream entertainment. In September, she released the original composition Shang Nu Xinjing, Heart of a Leftover Woman, on online music platform NetEase Cloud Music. It garnered just under a hundred comments. Those who do get attention must also deal with scorn from the elites whose lifestyles they emulate. When China's GQ magazine profiled MC Tianyou, the backlash from readers was intense. Disgusting, commented one. Others wondered why the magazine was bothering to promote such a shady character, asking, why would you even interview this kind of person? The future does not look to be getting any easier for China's live-streaming hopefuls. Although many breakout stars say they support the new regulations, for one thing they thin out the competition, the introduction of requirements for streaming platforms to obtain broadcasting licenses in 2017 is likely to have a knock-on effect on both the diversity and interest in apps such as Kuaishou and their aspiring Wang Hong. Only the big hitters are expected to survive the impending cull, experts say, and their control of the new media does not bode well for the small-town rookies dreaming of life in the big time. Sixroom CEO Liu Yan, for example, plans to use algorithms and big data to calculate which facets of live streamers are most lucrative – looks, accent, style – and search for performers who fit the perfect mould. Live streaming may have started as an upstart revolution against the mainstream, but in the future looks destined to become simply another part of it.
It's showtime. Meet the performers and producers of China's most popular live streaming app, The Comedian. Zhou Qianbai is a 20-year-old striver from Hulin, a small city in Heilongjiang province, with a single main street and little in the way of entertainment for men of his age. Zhou dropped out of school at 15 and moved southwards to warmer Guangdong, where he trained in martial arts, hoping to find work as an actor. Lonely and homesick, and having found little in the way of success down south, Joel returned home in 2014. It was in Hulin, where he now lives with his mother, that he turned to Kwai Shou as an outlet for his skills. The app allows Joel to indulge his own ideas for sketches and comedy videos. By sharing these clips, Joel has attracted around 30,000 followers to date. In the recession-hit economy of northeast China, it's difficult for young people to find a good job, nor can they earn a living simply by broadcasting. Like his girlfriend Jing, 23, who runs a private kindergarten outside Hulin City, Zhou teaches martial arts to kids to help make ends meet. Few believe he is going to become a web celebrity like the iconic MC Tianyou, least of all his girlfriend, who doesn't like or understand his enthusiasm for Kwai Shou. She would rather Zhou be a traditional, caring man with a reliable job who dedicates all his free time to her. It's a constant source of contention for the couple. But that doesn't stop Joel from dreaming. After his parents divorced, his father remarried. Although the two still see each other, Joel feels his father never really cared about him and looks down on what he does. If I get rich and famous in the future, I want to buy a big new house for my mother to thank her for supporting what I'm trying to do, says Joel. Although Joel can earn up to 300 renminbi for one of his daily broadcasts, he knows that this is not a sustainable future. Under pressure from his girlfriend, Joel eventually decided to borrow 20,000 renminbi to start his own kung fu class at his girlfriend's school, teaching students aged 6 to 15 whose families pay 300 renminbi a month. With his weekends spent teaching, Joel has put Kwai Shou ambitions on hold in order to keep faith with his family. He still makes videos, but these ones promote his new business rather than his true passion, comedy. An art major at Shenyang Li Gong University, Zhang Ziman, 22, also helps run a coffee shop in Shenyang where she began her modest broadcasting career about a year ago. By sharing her artwork, performing songs and taking requests, Zhang has accumulated over 10,000 followers. Hundreds of these fans watch her live shows every day, and Jung uses the virtual gifts from her audience to help pay off tuition fees of around 5,000 renminbi per semester, as well as living expenses. My mother knows that I'm involved in broadcasting. She even watches my show and helps me deal with some of the problems I have during the performance, Jung says. And by earning money, I feel I'm more independent. 23-year-old Zhao Pengbo has just graduated from the Beijing University of Aeronautics and Astronautics, where he studied to be a flight attendant. Unlike his classmates, Zhao has no immediate plans to start a career which, while seeming glamorous, especially to those who haven't travelled abroad, can be difficult to advance within. Instead, Zhao has decided to see if he can use his natural charm to make a living as a cyber anchor, broadcasting himself singing and chatting with fans. He tapes live shows in a special recording room for three hours a day, earning around 5,000 renminbi a month. It's a trend and fashionable for young people to try online broadcasting. Nowadays the market is growing rapidly, says Zhao. I like it because this job is more flexible. 
I can have the time and space for myself after work. My parents think it's not even work. I don't care. Fellow anchor Mako, also from Shenyang, was working as a sales assistant and gym instructor before she discovered Kuaishou and decided she had what it takes to host her own show. She has joined a production company for live streamers, which has hired about 30 young anchors, mainly female, and provides them equipment and studio space to work. Other than a basic salary of around 2,000 renminbi, a top anchor can earn around 20,000 to 50,000 renminbi a month, mainly from payment from their fans, so their survival is dependent on popularity and consistent work. Dai Rui is holding court to his fans at his office in Liaoyang, Liaoning province. Just 24, Dai is already a successful entrepreneur and producer of professional live streaming shows, but he was once an ordinary online performer like his employees. Dai first broke into the business in 2014, and his enthusiastic singing soon earned him a massive following. His fans included several rich businessmen who were willing to give him expensive gifts for his performances. Soon his income reached as much as 200,000 renminbi a month. Wealthy users are often motivated to donate large amounts as a show of face. Sometimes they even compete to be a performer's most generous patron. The income allowed Dai to break out of the performer's life and become his own producer. The Liaoyang Juryuan Culture and Communication Company now turns over several million renminbi a year, and Dai has more than a thousand streaming singers on contract. But despite the wealth and acclaim it brought him, Dai doesn't miss his singing days. The broadcasting industry made me successful. It also ruined my normal life, Dai recalls. I used to broadcast more than 15 hours a day. It hurt my body badly. Now I have more money than I could imagine, but I still don't have enough time. If I could do it again, I may not choose to broadcast. <laughs>